Hey, what's happening? This is Isai Rodriguez, host of the Dadsplanation podcast, where I cater to the professional working man, 40 and above, who's looking to make positive changes to his health, lose weight, and become stronger overall through simple lifestyle changes. I'm here to share inspiration, tips, and proven lessons that I've personally learned and lived through in my 40 plus years on this beautiful blue planet. So today we'll be talking about uh, the equipment-free move that'll stretch and strengthen frozen shoulder syndrome in 30 seconds flat. And then we'll move on to our second segment with five foods that can trigger inflammation. And before we get into that, if you'd like to continue the conversation, then get on over to podcast.daspination.com slash VIP to get on the VIP insiders list where I share more entertaining behind-the-scenes stories, tips, and hacks that'll keep you feeling younger each and every day. That's podcast.dasplanation.com slash VIP. Again, that's podcast.dasplanation.com slash VIP. Be in the know starting right now. Also, don't forget to rate me on iTunes by leaving me a nice, fat, juicy five-star review and some absolutely beautiful words of why you love the show so much. It really helps me get the word out, and it's honestly the one place where your vote truly matters. Now, let's move into our first segment, Healthy Conversations. So in today's uh, Healthy Conversations, we're talking about um, the equipment-free move that'll stretch and strengthen frozen shoulder syndrome in 30 seconds flat. So what the heck is <laughs> frozen frozen shoulder syndrome? This is a little uh, word, I guess, I came up with on my own. So anyway, I was talking to, uh, you know, a workout buddy at the gym about, you know, the whole working from home and how it's having a pretty negative impact on our mood and overall productivity. And in his case, his dating life, <laughs> according to him anyway. And the biggest place that I've personally felt this um, has been in my shoulders, really. I mean, working from a less than ideal setup uh, at home has been horrible on my uh, upper body. And apparently, I'm not the only one who's been, you know, powering through the pain. It actually seems to be a common thing during these uh, COVID isolation days. Looks like uh, a lot of people are dealing with frozen shoulders or what I call frozen shoulders. <laughs> and I say that in quotes because, you know, that's not that's not a real diagnosis, but certainly a real thing. And it's more or less because, you know, we're slumped over our laptops all day. Now, this is double for me, actually, because after my, uh, you know, after my day job, I commute from the dinner table to my home office. And then I work on, you know, my home business stuff, uh, which includes like, you know, more computer work, um, this here podcast and several other things I'm working on at the moment. And um and but the best way I've found to deal with this is by breaking up your sitting hours with a simple shoulder mobility exercise that'll essentially stretch and strengthen the area in about 30 seconds or, or so. And it's pretty simple, really. So when you're sitting with, you know, not so perfect posture, a.k.a. when you don't hold your shoulders back and engage your spine all day long. I mean, who, who's who's guilty of that? I don't know. <laughs> 
you know, when you don't do this, it causes your head and neck and shoulders basically to, you know, slump over into something called uh, upper cross syndrome. I found this term online. Um, apparently, this is a thing, you know what I mean? And when this happens, it messes with your, you know, your shoulder mobility and makes it pretty dang difficult to move your shoulder blades at all, you know? Actually, this is where the term frozen shoulders comes from or where I came up with that little, you know, term of frozen shoulders. And wouldn't you you know that, uh, you know, this all comes as a result of shoulder weakness and tightness, you know what I mean? Who who figured that? This is why you want to, uh, you know, use a simple little exercise that I found that basically targets both issues uh, that cause the discomfort in your upper body. So it kind of stretches and strengthens certain muscles in your upper back. And are you ready for it? (laughs) It's nothing more than a child's pose arm lift. I'll say that again, a child's pose arm lift. And it gives you everything you need, really, to get the the best of both worlds at the same time. So, you know, a child's pose in general, I'm not sure if if you've done yoga or not, but those that do yoga, and and if you don't, then I highly recommend you do yoga, (laughs) especially if you have any back issues or, uh, you know, flexibility or mobility issues. Yoga is, I I highly recommend it. But in yoga, the child's pose uh, in general is an awesome move because it basically, uh, you know, stretches and opens up your upper spine and then raises and then with uh, you know with the raising and lowering of your arms in this particular workout or this particular exercise uh, you know lifting and lowering your arms one at a time that little move basically strengthens all the muscles around you know your upper spine and your back and head and neck and whatnot and that uh, region of the of the back that that that's uh, that a lot of us find, you know, stiffness and mobility issues in. And it's really awesome. Uh, you know, I, again, I highly recommend it if you're suffering from the same sort of COVID-induced <laughs> frozen shoulders. You know, the move requires nothing more than, uh, you know, your own body and um, a little bit of uh, floor space, really. And it's perfect for sinking into throughout the day with whenever your shoulders start to scream for attention, you know, like when they start tightening up and uh, you start feeling a little uncomfortable maybe your your neck hurts or you know and it's really simple to do you know you, it, literally you just clear out some room on your floor wherever you are you start in a traditional child's pose with your you know knees out wide your hips sunk back in between them and then um, and your arms extended over your head on the floor then what you do is you you basically just turn your palms to face each other so that your thumbs are pointed up to the sky, basically. Then slowly raise and lower one arm at a time. Raise and lower the right hand, then ra- raise and lower the, the, the left arm. Easy peasy. You just continue this, uh, you know, for 30 to 60 seconds and you're good to go, you know? If you're if you're like me and have like you know major issues in, in that area like mobility or stiffness and stuff like that, then you might not be able to lift your arms at all. But this is just all the more reason to keep practicing the move until you can. You know, treat your body to. 30 seconds to one minute cycles of the exercise and over time you'll start to see changes in the way your upper body is able to move and you'll you'll feel you'll feel the tension releasing and over time again over time you'll be able to treat that or, or essentially um like not even experience that from the beginning you'll kind of be cutting the symptoms right right when the right from the root basically you know what i mean like you got you have the symptoms to this 
condition, I would call it, you know what I mean? And uh, you're basically ripping the roots out of the ground. You know, you're not even letting it or, or letting it get to that point. So this little 30 to 60 second cycle easily relieve that pain for you, you know, now, now my gym buddies, you know, his dating life might not be fixable in 30 seconds, but... <laughs> You know, thanks to this move, his shoulder issues are, you know, they're they're headed in the right direction right now. So he's good to go. You're good to go. I'm good to go. And, um, you know, all is good. And now I actually recorded a, a tutorial video that was, um, you know, well received by most everyone on my VIP list. But, you know, if you're not on the list just yet, you know, it's all good. You can always go to uh, YouTube and search for uh, Child's Pose or Yoga Child's Pose or something like that. And uh, I'm sure you'll find uh, tons of videos that'll show you how it's done. And then from there, you know, easy peasy. You simply add in the arm raises, you know, again, Child's Pose and then arm raise. Raise the right arm, lower it, and then raise the left and then lower and you just go through that 30 to 60 seconds until you know you loosen up and uh, you're good to go you know bada bing bada boom <laughs> simple so let's move on to uh the second segment mighty man so in this in this uh segment we're talking about five foods that can basically trigger inflammation so for many people uh the battle against uh, inflammation this this you know it starts with uh, the very food that you put into your mouth and through your body altogether you know while there's many different tactics you can use to stop inflammation uh one of the best tricks is limiting your intake of foods that basically trigger inflammation like again right at the at the source you know what i mean so the question is uh, or the question at this point is what what exactly is inflammation you know let, let's let's start with that you know cuz once you understand what it is it's a lot easier to, to treat it. You know what I mean? So uh, in an episode of uh, You Versus Food, um, it was a good ep episode where um, Trace, what's Tracy Lockwood Beckerman, uh, a, a registered dietitian from uh, New York City, she broke down the most uh, common causes of inflammation and uh, the foods to avoid in order to keep it under control, you know? And um, well, as, uh, as per Tracy Beckerman, inflammation is your body's process of fighting against things that harm it, you know, such as infections, illnesses, injuries, and um, uh, toxins primarily, you know what I mean? And it's, it's basically your body's way of attempting to heal itself so when your body is damaged and i'm using air quotes around the word damaged here uh you know your body releases chemicals and triggers a response from your immune system you know and this response causes the fibers in your body the tissues basically to swell up you know and the swelling basically cuts off the uh you know injured or affected parts to prevent other body parts from being infected also and while there's um foods that can help prevent inflammation like berries broccoli brussels sprouts mushrooms turmeric and um actually all the greens for that matter um there's also foods that do the complete and total opposite you know when overeaten so without further ado here are the five specifically uh foods that trigger inflammation the first are um you know foods and drinks with added sugar so added sugar is the key thing here <laughs> with this first one so you see um when it comes to inflammation you should uh you know you should really do all you can to steer clear of added sugar so avoiding foods where the processor of that food has added sugar Sugar, either for uh, preserving or flavoring you know like that can have that that can make a huge difference in controlling uh, your inflammation you know so table sugar and high fructose corn syrup I'm sure you've <laughs> 
it's it, it's everywhere you know you, you've heard about it you know about it um but it, it's worth mentioning you know that these these things again there's the table sugar and the high fructose corn syrup they've been shown to increase uh biomarkers of inflammation in the body and eating a lot of sugar has been linked to some really nasty killers like obesity insulin resistance brain and heart disease um diabetes fatty liver disease and cancer actually just to name a few so if that's not enough reason to keep an eye out for that then you know i I don't know what is (laughs) so anyway moving on to the second thing um along the lines of the whole refined uh or i should say the added sugar thing is is uh the, the second item the refined carbs so again just like the foods that have added sugar in them refined carbs should also be limited within your diet in order to avoid uh inflammation you know what i mean so the biggest thing with refined carbs is that you know foods with them or foods that contain refined carbs have most of their fiber removed you know a good portion of it is stripped out you know period this is what makes fresh greens so good for uh inflammation or reducing it you know it it's the fact that they're pretty much all fiber whereas the refined carbs are basically the opposite they have very little to no fiber in them and now you have to remember that fiber helps clean out the you know the toxins in your system that cause inflammation to begin with so if refined carbs you know if they have significantly less or practically nothing then that's a problem (laughs) you know it's a huge problem when you're when you're eating foods without fiber, your body basically produces insulin to move sugars, aka glucose, out of the body. But over time, the insulin starts to get tired, and so it produces you know more and more of it um, to get the job done, basically, you know. And this in itself leads to other nasty stuff. Yep, <laughs> you got it diabetes you know i'm sure you're well aware of that and um as a person of you know hispanic descent i can tell you that refined carbs is really really hard to avoid you know i mean most of our diet is you know there are different types of bread and rice so trust me when i tell you it ain't easy (laughs) you know i feel your pain actually i shared a similar story with my vip insiders list on how these carbs haunt so many of us in the population And, and i mean think about it you know almost every culture that i know of out there all of their diets have some sort of refined carbs in them you know the number one culprit being white rice you know but there 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 are other refined carbs out there um such as you know white breads pastries sodas pasta You know, uh, even like, you know, breakfast cereals, you know what I mean? They're all filled with these refined carbs as they're known. And, you know, we should do our best basically to reduce the amount we take in. If not, eliminate them altogether. You know, easier said than done. I know. But, you know, that that's it's it's the reality. So enough of enough of that. Let's move on to the third thing. Processed meat, man. <laughs> Where do I begin with this little item, you know, with this little thing? I mean, there's so many reasons why uh, doctors and nutritionists recommend avoiding, you know, processed meats and inflammation is just is is really just one of them, you know? So processed meat, wow. It's long been like, you know, associated with heart disease, diabetes, stomach cancer, uh, colon cancer, and of course inflammation, but, you know, because it it, it contains a lot of crap, (laughs) you know what I mean? 
<laughs> um, here it is. Advanced glycation end products or age for short. And we're not talking about, you know, how old we are when we say age. Uh, this is this is an actual thing. This 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 crap, as I call it, is is killer. You know what I mean? It, it leads to all these diseases, these conditions. So anyway, ages are, t- are basically toxins or harmful compounds or products or uh, that form in foods such as meat um, when they're cooked at high temperatures. So it's kind of like it, it, it's a toxin to like a, a chemical reaction that causes this toxin and the toxin is what leads to these conditions these health conditions now your body doesn't necessarily get rid of these toxins so it kind of uh, builds up in your body and that that's that's the that's the harmful part you know and when you're when you have enough of them in your body it's been that that's when it's been linked to you know the development of diseases <laughs> you know <laughs> like uh, Alzheimer's and diabetes, again, no good. So it's important, um, you know, really important to take note of this uh, before going all in with, uh, you know, hot dogs and beef jerky and pepperoni, ham, uh, corned beef, pancetta, hamburgers, you know, I love a good hamburger, bacon, sausage, chicken nuggets, you know, I I can go on forever, but uh, I think I've made my point, you know what I mean? So try to stay away from these uh, bad boys and that'll really keep the inflammation in your body down to a minimum so let's move on to the fourth thing because i know (laughs) this list is a lot of the foods on this list uh they're really hard to avoid you know what i mean i mean they're all around us they're all the easy things is what is what you'll notice it's all the easy all the processed stuff and all the packaged foods that, that that are easy to buy and easy to consume um those are the those are the killers you know um and and right up there is is number four you know which is alcohol you know i don't even again i don't know where to begin with this one but um yeah we've we've heard it before and it's always worth mentioning again because well it's just one of those socially acceptable things that we do when you know having family and friends over for uh the holidays or other special get-togethers uh well i mean uh maybe not so much these days with uh you know current covid restrictions and whatnot but i'm holding my faith that one day we'll return to some sort of uh normalcy and when we do well you know we we will be able to celebrate holidays and special occasions the way you know they were meant to be celebrated you know so so anyway you know red wine in moderation uh, might actually benefit your heart but it also has a lot of bad effects on your body when consumed in excess or you know too much <laughs> if you're drinking more the than the uh, occasional glass or two with uh, with dinner you know we all know that uh, frequent alcohol consumption has um, several bad effects on the body but one of the biggest if not the biggest is uh, uh, you know the increase in inflammation you see when alcohol is broken down it does it does so in a way that puts out or creates other toxic crap if you will um that can you know kill liver cells and weaken your immune system you know and again these days with uh covid cases soaring and compromising so many immune systems out there why would you further compromise your system with alcohol you know what i mean it's it's like kicking someone when they're already down you know not cool you know so enjoy it if you must but you know just be aware of the possible outcomes and uh, you know if you do have a drink or two with dinner keep it at that you know a drink or two 
<laughs> moderation is the key here between enjoying life and living past 100 like I'm trying to do. But hey, you know, I know we have to live. You have to enjoy life. So have a have a glass here and there. Um, the, the fifth thing, the fifth uh, item on this list of things or foods is um, it's more of a, it's, it's not necessarily a food. Um, I guess it's like an ingredient, kind of like the first two. Maybe I should have called it the five ingredients. <laughs> Um, but it kind of gives you a good idea of like, like when you're, when you're paying attention to everything out there with these ingredients, you know, when you're checking labels and purchasing, you know, at the grocery store and stuff like that, it's, it's good to know these things so that when you're buying, you can kind of make more informed decisions. You know what I mean? So anyway, number five, trans fats. So if you're even surprised that trans fats made it to the list, well, you shouldn't really, you know, you see trans fats or fats created by adding hydrogen to unsaturated fats, um, they've been linked to heart disease and dementia over a long period of time. <clears throat> in fact, that's why the FDA banned them in the US. So be sure to read the labels of your favorite foods to inspect for those, you know, sneaky and inflammatory ingredients like um, hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated oils. <laughs> These are telltale signs of the use of trans fats in your food. And as, as with all the other nasty goodness on this list, they, you know, they cause inflammation in your body, which leads to other conditions and diseases that'll keep you from living that outdoor life you enjoy so much. Or again, in my case, it'll keep me from living to see my great grandkids and great great grandkids. And who knows, maybe even, you know, my great 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 grandkids. <laughs> hey, why not? You know? But listen, if you want to lower the inflammation in your body or just lower the swelling altogether, then stay away from these five things in particular, and you'll be well on your way to doing so. Watch how great you'll start to look and feel when you do it, you know? I get feedback all the time from people on my VIP list talking about how they're finally making progress with their health, like with these with tips like this. And and, and that's that's truly what drives me right there, you know? I just wish I had the time to respond to all of them. But anyways, that that's 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 the drive that's my driving factor right there. So, anyways, that's it, you guys. That's my show for today. I hope you found some valuable information here. And if nothing else, I hope I've entertained you for a few minutes and was able to bring you a little manly sunshine to your day. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to listen to me. It's very much appreciated, truly. On next week's episode, we'll be going over uh, running in place. Is it a good workout or not? You might be surprised with this one, so you won't want to miss out on that. And if you'd like to continue the conversation with me, then get on over to podcast.datspination.com slash VIP to get on the VIP insiders list where I share even more raw behind the scenes stories, tips, and hacks that'll keep you feeling younger and younger each and every day. That's podcast.datspination.com slash VIP. Again, that's podcast.datspination.com dadsplanation.com slash VIP. Be in the know starting right now. Also, don't forget to rate me on iTunes by leaving me a nice, fat, juicy five-star review and some absolutely beautiful words of why you love the show so much. It really helps me get the word out and it's honestly the one place where your vote truly matters. Until our next chat, take care now. Bye. Oh,